Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 5-0 turnover margin, 27-point lead with 32 minutes left in the football game. Yeah. Just seems like one you should cash in. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I like, you have this very contented air about you today. Like, you just, you, you feel like in your core you're satisfied about what you saw this weekend. So, let me clarify one thing here. Jaguars? Jaguars. <laughs> Jaguar. Let me uh, clarify one thing here, because I want... I want Charger fans to understand this. I got nothing against Charger fans, and they need to understand that because Charger fans think that I'm making something personal with Charger fans. No, no, no. I don't hate Charger fans. I hate Dean. (laughs) No, that's that's an important distinction. I hate Dean. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's the... And you want the team to lose. I want the team... Because you hate Dean, you want the team to lose. 1,000% I want the team to lose because that... That's why they're mad at you. Um, but they don't. They shouldn't be mad at me. They should be mad at Dean. <laughs> they should be mad at Staley. They should be mad at all those other people within that organization. But I want to just clarify that again. I don't hate Charger fans. If that's your team, that's your team. All good. I hate... Dean and you want them to lose, and I want them to lose every game. Well, they did blow a twenty. Unless he decided to go back down to San Diego, and then I would love them. When it went to thirty to twenty, that's when I'm like, you know what, this might happen. Like even when it was twenty-seven to seven, you're like, eh, you know, I don't know. And then that third quarter when they took it from twenty down to ten, you're like, yeah, this could actually go down like this. This this could be the Chargers charging on a whole new level. Let's do it real quick before we take some phone calls and, Mm -hmm. and talk about your stake. So this. It's hard for you to put yourself in it because you don't have the emotional connection to this team anymore. You're you're not a Charger fan. Unfortunately, the hate is so strong. There is a, a definitely an emotional attachment. Different emotion though, right? Yes. This was yeah. this was something that you were enjoying as it was happening. Mm-hmm. But you've talked about Marlon could do just go down. We've talked about missing the field goals before. Is this the worst loss in Charger history? No, I don't think so. I think um so I was at the Marlon McCree game. <laughs> Okay. Tell just for people that don't read. Should I play it for yeah, you? Play it, Would you play like to hear? It. It? Yeah, I want to. Where I is it here it. on my board, Taylor? I'm having a little trouble. Here it is. Okay, here we go. This is both Marlon McCree and the missed field goal. Yes. Okay, here we go. And five. Direct snap to Brady. Stands in the pocket. Stands in the pocket. Fires. Intercepted at the 30 yard line. And taken fumble. down. And a fumble on the interception. And let's see who has it. Down at the Charger. 32. The Patriots have it. Yes. Slot. 54-yard field goal attempt coming to Kading. The snap, the ball down. Kick up. Kick is on the way, and the kick is no good! And the Patriots will come out of San Diego with an upset win! Yeah, the, the missed field goal is part of it. 54 hey, yards. It's not was like that it was on a 30-yarder. Mm-hmm. Is the McCree still worse? Alright, so, and I don't even think the McCree one is worse. Oh, I think the, for me, they, okay, no, the McCree one's up there. The Chargers were 14-2. and two. Right. Marty Schottenheimer was, um, he had the Chargers where you really genuinely felt, hey, they're going to the Super Bowl this year, and if they go to the Super Bowl, they got a good, 
a good shot of winning this whole thing. They were a good team. You got Bill Belichick on the other side, and you got the Patriots on the other side. It's like, just let's make this a game. Being at Qualcomm at that moment, and listen, San Diego doesn't have many of those moments. The Padres, we were celebrating like it was the turn of the century for <laughs> winning have to bring that for up? winning <laughs> one round. One round. Let's keep it on track. Let's but stay focused on the it Chargers. It just kind of shows you, it shows you just how... how Super uh, fun season. <laughs> <laughs> it shows you how it doesn't happen often. In that game, in that moment, Marlon McCree gets a pick. And for those, you just had it right there. Marlon McCree gets the pick and then instead of just going to the Falling ground... Lay there. Okay. He tries taking it to the house, as he was quoted saying after the game. And there's a, the Patriots come, a defensive play, fumble, Patriots go on the other end and score. Nate Kading misses these these field goals. He missed the field goal against the Jets yeah, in the playoffs. He wasn't great. Who was, who was I at the game with for both those games? Cousin Slee. Cousin Slee. <laughs> Him and I just experiencing this together. Um, but Marlon McCree's quote after the game of, if I could do it all over again, I'd do it again. I'm trying to, I'm trying to take it to the Good house. Decision. I'm like, Marlon, I don't think people want to hear that right now, man. I don't know if that's the quote that you want to Don't run with down. right now. It's bad. I thought those were worse because um, I don't think you could have. I think maybe part of it has to do with because you're in San Diego and it was so, you know, obviously it was so heartbreaking. But those were, there was real expectations on the Chargers when they were 14-2. and two. I thought this year, even if they beat Jacksonville, it's kind of like, all right, you're probably going to lose in the next round, you, you were assuming. Know. You never know. But you were 14-2 and two and you had real expectations. So there's there's this, too. It was like Marlon McCree makes a huge mistake, yep. right? Nate Kading misses a couple of kicks along the way. It, you can say, oh, this guy got just one decision a different way or one play. Guy kicks it you know, and makes a field goal. It's totally different. What happened on Saturday night wasn't that. It was an entire half of somebody stopped this. And Brandon Staley's the head coach, so it's ultimately his responsibility. Yeah. But there are a lot of other people that take responsibility. Justin Herbert gets some responsibility in this, snapping the ball way too early in the play clock. Yep. Not going to the head coach and mm-hmm. saying, hey, you sure we don't want to run the ball a little bit here? Like the clock is just a big of a of an obstacle as the Jacksonville defense. Like why don't somebody use it to your advantage and, a, and yes. a coordinator? Somebody say, "Hey, coach, I know you're the man and all, but are you sure you got your faculties with you right now? Because this seems like an insane plan moving forward. That no one stopped it. I think is what makes this one so worse. This isn't a Marlon McCree should have laid on the ground and ended the game instead of taking it to the house. This was an hour and a half, two hours of, are they really going to do this? Like you, It's just this slow death of, here, uh, Lawrence got in again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, that was quick, mm-hmm. three and out, and you burned four seconds off the clock. That wasn't great. Uh, they just did it again. That wasn't great. Mm-hmm. It was this progression of terrible decisions that led to something that almost felt inevitable by the time you got to the end of the game. Yeah, I, I, it's kind of funny you describe it like that. By the way, I was so superstitious during the game. You know, we're talking about, hey, are you superstitious? No, I'm okay. I'm all right. I started just following. Once the it started going the other way, I, I was all in on doing whatever I was doing when it was 27-7. to 7. <laughs> I, It was so pathetic. So pathetic. So sad if there was a camera inside whatever of my is, place. You know what you're doing. Yeah. 
the gods. I you know. you were doing it without even <laughs> know you were doing it. I know. Yeah, it's okay. Welcome. The gods have Welcome. turned. Yeah, I need ten percent of your income in the god cup over here. This is how we do. <laughs> it. No, my problem with you is that the gods keep telling you, "Hey, I know." And then it was the Astros winning again. Uh, the gods yeah. were different. In they were. They're testing my faith. If there was never any trials and tribulations, everybody could be could be observant. It's only Let's through read. testing your faith do you find out if you're a true believer. Let's read scriptures from the Bible. <laughs> I also love that our guy MJD called it at the halftime while he at, for the NFL Network. Did you hear this? I did not hear it. It's halftime. The Chargers are up 27 to 7. The most Charger thing to do is allow the Jags back in the game in the second half and they went on a last second field goal. <laughs> Oh my god. And it's timestamped. It's timestamped. Yeah. That was actually at half. Damn. Now, keep in mind, Mo is one of the most famous Jacksonville Jaguars of all time. So he's got a little rooting interest in yeah. this. He's a Californian, grew up in the Bay Area, played for the Raiders a little bit at the end of his career, went to UCLA. Like he knows. Mm-hmm. He's he knows how these things work out. So that look, it's a bold call to call it exactly like that. Yeah. But Charger I you know what I want to hear from oh, Charger did you see fans. Do you see that bet? That dude oh, that, the guy that bet a million bucks to win 11000 and what, lost? What's happening here? I know that it's been confirmed by multiple outlets. I'm skeptical of that. Why would you bet a million dollars to win 11000 That's 1. insane. 4. Was it 1.4? I think it was 1.4 Okay, you're going to bet a million and a half dollars to get 11000 I saw the story sense. yesterday. I'm back on it. I'm with you on this. If you have $1.4 million, who gives a flying you-know-what about 11K? <laughs> right. Right. It just doesn't make any... It, it, I also thought the first time I saw that story that he put that money on the Jags. Because that's like if you were going to call it and have the best odds to get the most returns... But that's you when you bet 11000 to win a million and a exactly. half. Exactly. Right? Not the other way around. Yeah, what it's kind of... It's just so stupid. hell? So... I think every, every casino in Vegas like, hey, come out down. Come out for the weekend. Coming out. <laughs> yeah. How when can we get the plane to your front door? Because we'd like you to come to our casino today. Come hang out. Come today. watch the games next week. Bobby went to Vegas for the first time in his life this weekend. That oh was, really? Yeah. I haven't wow. seen him since. Shoes? So I apparently they decided that they'd come home right in the middle of the driving rainstorm in the middle of the night through the desert. So that was a good decision. But that's badass to go this weekend for all those football games. It's great. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. I wanna I wanna get started on this. Okay. I think that your biggest mistake when it came to cooking your steak you sent me the picture yeah. and it was a little overcooked. Uh, a little more little, than overcooked. And the crust that you were attempting to develop yeah. was you burned it. You mm-hmm. left it in a little too long or the pan didn't have enough fat in it, whether oil, butter, or whatever. Kind of kind of take me through the process, and then we'll come back and I'll try to deconstruct where the errors are. All right, there's a lot of steps to this. And uh, let's just say, you know, I, it was like preseason football for me, <laughs> where I went out there, a couple fumbles, uh, threw a pick, didn't really understand clock management. It was very similar to, I thought I kind of started out pretty good. I felt like at one point it was 27 nothing. <laughs> That's before I turned anything on. <laughs> you just had everything lined All up I on did the counter. Was salt, pepper, and garlic powder. I'm like, it's twenty-seven nothing right now. And then everything else happened from there. I, I do like, and we'll come back and finish this. That just I said yes. It was your kitchen like absolutely filled with smoke, and your response. 
Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was basically it was a. I could tell that was a very smoky moment when you had that thing on the I'll, grill. I'll, I'll walk you through it. I, I, I'm going to help you out because I think I think literally I think we're two steps away from you nailing it next time. Just two, two easy ones, fixable. See, I'm not Brandon Sealy. We're going to make an adjustment. We're I'm, we're not going to run that same steak back another time and have you burn your kitchen to the ground. Oh yeah, I'm going to put it in longer, <laughs> Staley. I got that's you. Covered. Not what you should do. I got you covered. Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, Al. So tell me, uh, tell me your process. You were excited about. You went to Sprouts, got a nice cut, a New York. Yep, ready to go. Asked the butcher what he would do. We yeah. kind of crowdsourced some options here on Travis Lee. I gave mm-hmm. you a couple of pointers. Emily offered her advice as well. What what okay. happened? So here's the reality. Whatever advice that you guys gave, twenty four hours went by, and it was like I don't remember anything that they said. <laughs> I can't find the sheet that I wrote it on. But that's okay. This is where YouTube comes into play. YouTube, you do anything. I could go put together. Uh, uh, an engine <laughs> on, a, on a 77 Camaro. If you just give me, if you give me the link to YouTube. Okay. So I kind of got everything all prepped out. This was kind of my concept, my idea. I was going to go get, I was going to cook sweet potatoes as well. I yep. like sweet potatoes. You guys hate them. You sweet potato fan? Are we 0 for 3 here? Nobody likes them? No, okay. I'm, I'm by myself on that one. So I went and got sweet potato as well. I was going to just kind of get those, uh, what are those tomatoes, just kind of like- Beefsteaks. The, the beefsteak tomatoes. Get some By the avocado, way, that looked good on your plate. Avocado as well, and I was going to um, saute some spinach. So yeah. that was my game plan, all right? This is on a Saturday, probably around 12, 30, 1 o'clock is where I'm I was surprised when it came in. Yeah. No, it was early, early. but- Like a lunch, a late lunch. But I was okay with it. I, I Friday night, I had gone to the gym, ran some errands. I'm like, I don't want to do this at 7.30 at night. I'm like, let me just wait till tomorrow. I got nothing going on tomorrow. I'll watch the games and go from there. So the dude on YouTube gave me the the just kind of some some simple directions. Hey, get a paper towel. Pad the steak down. Just make mm-hmm. sure that it's dry. Yeah. Um, I used kosher salt. I used black pepper and I used garlic powder. Great. Which I think you yeah. said the garlic powder. Yeah. He had it on there as well. Just put whatever I was putting on there. The issues I had, and I already know the mistake that I made. I what got, did you put in the pan? So I got the pan as hot as possible to mm-hmm. begin with. And you were telling me right out the gate, it's not a cast iron pan. So I think I was at a disadvantage right out the gate because I wasn't using a cast iron Stainless pan. Stainless steel? Stainless steel. Yeah, okay. Okay, stainless steel. And I'm using an electric stove. I'm not using the- Doesn't get quite as hot. The real burners there. So right out the gate, I put, I used avocado oil. Okay. And 
my plan was the guy on the video had me searing the fat side first. Okay. Okay. And then, and I think that's for like, just go do it to where it's brown, but mm-hmm. maybe 90 seconds, something like that. And I got a good amount of oil in there. Too much, maybe? What's too much? You want just enough to just barely cover the bottom of the pan. So where you swear, it just looked like the as thin a sheet as you can have in there with the oil, and then maybe a good thick pat of butter in there as well. All right. So I don't think I had too much oil. Okay. Here's my problem. Should I have turned down the temperature once I put the oil in? So the the oil needs to when you put the meat in the oil needs to be hot already. So you put the you put get the pan right. Got put the, the pan. oil in the pan. Get the oil. the oil in the pan as hot as it'll go. It needs hot to be as dancing. Like the oil yeah. needs to be dancing. Yes. Yep. Um. Okay. I think that's. I think I'm on there. But then do I go down no. on this on the heat at all? No. Okay. So then I basically went two minutes on one side searing it. Yeah. Literally two. Had the timer. Did two minutes on the dot. And when I flipped it, it over to go on the other side, it was burned as hell. Mm. Not burnt as hell, but it was burnt. Yeah. So then I went the other side. I'm like, all right, I'm not going two minutes again. I probably had it a minute, minute 20. Put it in the oven after that. And then went broil 400 oven. The broil probably burned it a little more too because that can get even hotter. But it, am I supposed to, I'm supposed to broil, right? Yeah, I, I just turned my oven up to about 450 because broil goes like 550. It's re, you, you can do it, but you got to leave it in for less time. And it depends on what temperature you're going for and all of these things. My guess is without number one, you gotta get a cast iron pan. Don't buy it at a cooking store. Buy it at a hardware Which store. Which were your suggestions? Yes. Yep. Buy it at a hardware store. You may have left it on just a little once it starts to smoke, it's yeah. you're, yeah, you're past yeah. the point of no return. No, it was like uh it was like a uh, Prince concert or something. He was coming out. <laughs> also, how <laughs> he was coming out, it's just all this. You know, they, they got the fog machine See, going. Yeah, and I was, yeah, it's a show. I was like, this Purple is amazing. I'm at, I'm at Circus your, your, your pan's going to get you like 80% of the way there. And then my guess is, without mm. knowing for sure, yeah. my guess is you had too much oil in the pan, too. Um, also, right. another thing that might be happening, you might have- I'm going again this week, too by much, the way. This it. week, we're doing it again. Too much um, of the spice on top, because sometimes the spice can burn. Yeah. And, like, and that might be something- So you don't want to put the- it, that is what burns f- first. So if you put any herbs in the pan, if you put any like, yeah. uh, spice in the thing and it gets too hot, that could be what, what, what Okay, burns. here's one other thing. I went and got butter. I don't use butter often. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to use it. So I didn't use the butter. When do I put the butter in? As, so once Same the oil gets oil? hot, once the oil gets hot and it's dancing, like she said, yep. throw the butter in there, let it melt, swish it all together so it's one kind of thing, and then bang. In when there. are we doing the leaning the pan over and doing that? That's the basting. Once you once you flipped it once, then you can start to baste it. Yes, it. with the yeah. herbs. But that's Before at the, the end. oven. Before the oven. Yes. Okay. I mean, yes. I don't use the oven, but yes, at the end, it's a later so step. Should I not use the oven? I do. There, there's there's more than one way to do this. The way the way that I walked away from it is it's probably in the oven a little bit too long too. But I let it sit for probably ten minutes. Put a piece of foil yeah. over it. Didn't didn't. Well, you cooked all the whatever moisture was in there was gone by the time you were done cooking. <laughs> didn't close. It. I didn't I didn't like wrap it up. No, I just, just had the foil t- on top. Called tenting and it you, had you gently tent it. But I think that was like probably 10, 12 minutes that I had that. Was that too, did I let it sit too long? Did it cook she, she was too much more, all the way through? I let it sit for about five minutes is what I do. All right. Yeah, because I still want it hot. I yeah. feel like it does not quite as hot if at the end of the line. But just one other little quick thing. After yeah. it's done cooking, you're done tending it, you're ready, put it on your plate. Put just another little piece of butter on top of that steak. Let it melt let it go, over the like top. the restaurants do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do when, some sort of like herb butter, compound butter. That's a good way. Okay. Um. Last thing I'm going to say on this. First off, I'm getting right back at practice this week, and I'm You're going close. right back in. You're close. And we're going to figure this thing out. The other thing 
I put sweet potatoes in the air fryer. Okay, sweet potatoes in the air fryer, and just kind of went through the same direction. Somebody YouTube this, that, do all that stuff. Did the whole thing. Um, there was no timer. I put it in preheat. The whole thing. What I tell you, I took that thing out, and whatever color a sweet potato is naturally, <laughs> that color was gone. Even rookie, <laughs> who will eat anything, <laughs> anything. I was like, no, nah, I'm good, bro. Like any good coach, you got to end on a high note. You sliced your tomatoes very nicely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you at least you, have a Bud Light with it? Your your tomatoes were sliced very glass nicely of, along the way. A glass of red wine there. Let's try a quick phone call. Let's go to Torrance and John. John, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, John? <laughs> yes, hello, gentlemen. Uh, first off, um, regarding the Chargers, let me say they should not be called the Chargers, but the Fizzlers. Nice, John. <laughs> it's just, it's, I mean, it's just what they do. It's, um, I was going to mention the game they choked in against the Patriots, but I guess you guys um, brought it up again. So just um, expect more of the, just expect more of the same. That's all John, you're going to get out of the Chargers as long as John, quick question for you. Um, bring Staley back or no? I would say uh, no. He's coming back. I, I I think we all think he should go. Thank you, John. But I don't think many of us expect him to go. Yeah. I, I already broke that down. Here, yeah, I, I really, really believe he I think will be right. back. And there I are too. plenty of reasons, and it starts at I, the top. I couldn't agree with you more. I think the part of this that what John is getting at and what we're always talking about is this didn't happen to the Steelers or the Patriots or, or the Ravens or the Ravens. The Ravens kind of tricked it off a little bit, but nothing like that. This didn't. This didn't even happen. To the Seahawks, this type of loss happens to them, right? These are the sorts of things that the Cleveland Browns do repeatedly. There are just the Clippers. Some, the Clippers yeah. are a great example of it. They're just some teams that, no matter how talented UCLA. they might be, how many UCLA is a good example. How many different advantages they might have, they find a way to do the thing that no one else does, and they do it frequently. If if this were if Buffalo had done this, if Buffalo that's a bad example because of Skylar Thompson. Let's say the New York Giants had a twenty-seven to nothing lead and Minnesota came back and beat them like that. You'd be like, all right. I mean, I, I guess that's the one in a million times you can't hold on to yeah. a twenty-seven point lead. But yeah. it's weird blank happens with the Chargers. Once they scored that touchdown to make it twenty-seven-seven, you're like. Uh, mm-hmm. You didn't think it was going to happen, but you knew it was in the realm of possibility. Only the Chargers have that. That's well, a Charger thing specifically. Well, that's why I go back to this. I go back to, all right, if you're ownership of the Chargers today and you're sitting now, you know, you could kind of hide yourself a little bit. To be honest, with you, the best way that I could put it, if when you're still in San Diego, it's a smaller market. When you're in SD, well, what are people in San Diego going to do? They're going to say, all right, well, that sucked. But you know what I'm going to do come season ticket time? I'm going to go buy tickets again because they're supporting San Diego, whatever the kid, right? They represent SD. LA is a different beast. It's a different story. You look like a loser franchise. I'm well, not no, no, hold on a second. I, I'm, I'm not trying to be... I'm not trying to be... They don't look like a loser franchise. They are a loser franchise. Then There's we'll a difference between those things. I was trying to be nice. But, yeah, but if it happens to you once, it's like, oh, God, I can't believe that. It happens to them all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and the guy in charge of this, it's happened to two years in a row. One time, just stand there and literally do nothing, and you go to the playoffs. He decided to do something, and they didn't. And this was, I'm not kidding, if they just would have thrown the headset on the sidelines and let Justin Herbert call the plays and just run it into the line of scrimmage every time, have a 
Austin Eckler, you know, dive play three times in a row, but you don't snap the ball until there's two seconds left on the play clock, they probably win the game anyway. And they didn't. Instead, they lost. Hey, they hurry up offense going. Pass, 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 pass. Eight runs in the second half. Eight. Doug Peterson made it was a clinic, and he made Staley on the other side look like he was uh, um, just looked frantic for the final thirty-two minutes, like you mentioned. George in L.A. wants to help you out, Slee. George, you're on Travis Slee. What's up? The Slee one, no broiling, buddy. You gotta take out the broiling, bake it. You gotta bake it. After you do what you did, you yeah. did well so far. Two minutes, two minutes, then you bake it, and then don't. The, the iron skillet will give you a sense of false. You, you still need to work at it. The, the 80, 80% doesn't do 80% of the work. Uh, George, George, one quick question. So I'm baking it at 400? Higher? You can bake it at 400 after you cook it two, three minutes on each side. Yes, it depends okay. how do you want it. And it depends so on the thickness thick of the steak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. George, George, George knows what he's talking about. Thank Listen you, George. to George. Yeah, George, I appreciate it. You come by. I'm in Pasadena. The come pan. stop by. The pan. Uh, you know what? I, I might have a good idea rattling around in my head right now. I have. I have the pan's would, happening this week. The pan's happening. I'm going to go pick it up this week. They, hardware store. Don't go to a cook. Oh, that same pan at the hardware store is forty dollars. Is one hundred and fifty at a cooking store? That, why, why is that? By the way, I, you don't buy screwdrivers at the cooking store. <laughs> That's why you, you go to Costco and get. End up with Target also has good uh, eighty eggs. Yeah, I, get, I have this one. It's, it's the brand is Lodge, is yeah. what it's called. So that's what I got from Target. I got it for like thirty bucks. You know what I kind of like when you guys were doing this, when you were kind of giving your suggestions and you were giving yours. There was a little kind of disagreements inside. Not re- where where ninety yeah. percent of it is the same. There's a couple of different little techniques, but that's it. That actually was pretty close. All things being equal, so Friday you a fri- Friday you think it was close? I yeah. thought Friday there was you know. Oh, you <laughs> want to do it that way? Subtle differences. I don't think there's a ton of. Would you agree, Emily, that they're more subtle yeah, than I major? It's just what your expectations and what your what, how involved you want to be in the cooking process. Well, there goes yeah, goes the fun in that. <laughs> Thanks just for playing. Look, Thanks we're for gonna, playing that one we're off, We're going to learn how to put the ball in play before we try to hit home runs. We're just, we're, we're going to get some hits. We're going to get you on base a few times. I'm the one that kills bits, <laughs> not you guys. I also I also have enough beef with everybody in the world. I don't know if I need to add a beef with Travis about stakes because he is very knowledgeable. You, we're, we're, okay, I, now they're I'm, too nice. I'm not beefing. No, what is I, happening here? No, no, no. I'm not beefing. If she, if she gave you bad <laughs> advice, I would interject aggressively. She didn't. Her advice was just fine. It was fine. Kumbaya. <laughs> All right. What are we doing next? We're doing um, Factor Cap. Factor, Factor Cap. Cap. I Factor almost said, Cap. hey, did you see? I'm like, that's not it. I almost said, ask Slee. I'm like, All right. well, that's not it. 11.45. Yes. Um, can we break down Lakers' two losses, all coming at the final possessions, all uh, kind of pointing at the coach on this one? Do that 11.45. 100%. That's 11.45. Fact or Cap is next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey guys, why don't you give a belated happy birthday to our guy Taylor? Taylor, he saw the the beam be lit. Thank you guys. Happy Light birthday, the beam. Taylor! Any scouting report on the Rockets tonight? You were there for the Kings Rockets, right? Yes, I was. Okay. I wanted to see the beam. You know, I had to be sure that I was going to see it, so I picked the so worst you picked team. Houston. <laughs> yeah, um, That's a good idea. I, I hope the Lakers can handle them. What is the beam in person? Is it like, oh, that's a purple light in the sky, and then you're over- <laughs> underwhelmed or overwhelmed? <laughs> I was properly whelmed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was <laughs> all right. It was magnificent actually. I have a feeling if you and I saw it, so you'd be like, Yep, that's a purple light bulb. <laughs> so it's literally just a flip. They just turn it on. Okay. What time do you guys turn it off? <laughs> it was so cool. All the fans they stuck around after the game to wait till the beam was lit and then they just kinda watched outside and you know, that's all there is to do in When Sacramento. do they how, just keep <laughs> beam to it. how far after the game, like is it five minutes or less that they like? It's about the beam? ten minutes. They Enough interv- time for people to get they outside. They interview the player of the game and then mm-hmm. that player will light the beam. Okay, it's a good idea. Light the beam. Michael's still trying to light a beam. I'm like, Michael, we can't light a beam here. And they're chanting in the third quarter. I mean, it's great. It's great all around. (laughs) It's a good gimmick for them. It really is. It's a really good gimmick for them. And they're winning. And they're winning, for sure. Glad they won for you. So Cliff Kingsbury uh, was fired, and then he promptly has been not answering phone calls regarding new coaching jobs because he, quote-unquote, bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. So have a good job. It reminds me of Ryan from The Office, where he just went to Thailand or whatever. So, But I'm gonna, you guys to put yourself in the shoe of a fired NFL coach. You're a young man. You're a good-looking man. you got a lot of money in the bank. You just got fired. So this is what you would do if he's got fired from a head coach. Travis, Petter Cap. Cap. Because, first of all, I wouldn't tell a lie. Like, well, I wanted to dodge the phone calls, so I went to... T- Nobody's calling you, bro. <laughs> you, you, you've you basically ruined Kyler Murray's career. Coordinator. <laughs> calling him for a coordinator spot. Why? This is the point that I don't get. This is the disconnect that I don't understand. Guess who was a bad coach at Texas Tech? Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> guess, who, guess who got hired at SC to be the offensive coordinator for reasons that escape me? Cliff Kingsbury. Never coached a game there before he got the head coaching job at Arizona where they were bad. They made the playoffs once. The Rams stomped him last year. He's not a good coach. I like how Trav went to X's and O's, not just saying – if he's going to go on vacation or but not. But this is the, well, I, you know, I one way to I don't want these calls. What calls? Nobody's calling. This would be like me, does not, you know what? I'm not going to, Howard Stern might call me. called him. His, his license yeah, expired. Telemarketers might be calling him to see if his social security number's on the internet or whatever that one that's going around on is right now. Nobody's calling Cliff Kingsbury. All right, I'm going to go with fact on this one. I'll go with fact. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying that ESPN should get any any ideas but if they did decide to can me tomorrow 100 percent i'm gonna go travel well it's no question i'm not i'm probably not going to thailand but i'm going somewhere and i'm gonna be gone for i'm gonna do a one-way ticket and i'll figure out when i come back maybe i come back in a couple weeks maybe i come back in a month um if i got money and i don't have to worry about the next check coming in and i just got canned and i'm still getting paid Peace. I'll see you guys in a little bit. I've been in that situation where I've gotten canned and still had money coming in. It's fun for about three weeks. Did you go anywhere? No. 
that's the problem. No, I little kids. That's true. I, <laughs> you had a real responsibility <laughs> in your life. Little kid, Al, you got it. rookie. Yeah, rookster. Rookie. Yeah. Rookie's coming. We're going to we're going You're to Milan. Go, doing nothing as a young person, not super appealing. <laughs> not super appealing. Taylor. Fact, yeah, I would do this to disappear into obscurity, but I do one thing differently. I wouldn't tell anybody. That is a good idea. <laughs> Where'd Taylor go? I don't know, Sacramento? <laughs> Thailand? Could got, be anywhere. You got season tickets. He's traveling with the team. <laughs> They're in Houston. <laughs> he only goes to Houston, Sacramento games. That's it. All right, so uh, Trevor Lawrence, after he was victorious over uh, the Chargers, ended up as celebrating the win by going to Waffle House. So he's a Georgia boy. He's also mm. in Jacksonville. So I don't know what the nightlife is in Jacksonville. And it's probably like 2 a.m. at this it's time. Like so, Sacramento's. <laughs> probably. Uh, it's ever a little weirder. So, but if you were a star athlete, if you were competing at the highest level, you would have a go-to place that you would celebrate every win. Alan, Fetter Cap. So I, I know this is uh, kind of simple. It's going to be late at night. But I think a lot of people in SoCal would answer this. Wouldn't a lot of people just go to In-N-Out? I mean, isn't that just kind of the place to go? Um, unless I had like a go-to taco shop that I'd want to go to that's open till 2 a.m. or something like that. That maybe was more down in San Diego that I used to do that. But um, wasn't it Andy Reid after they won the Super Bowl? It was like, yeah, I just went and got a burger. <laughs> yeah, went and got a burger. It was him, yeah. I'm kind of with him on just if you go to In-N-Out, is anybody walking away from In-N-Out saying to themselves, well, I'm I'm disappointed in uh, in that meal. Are we talking about a specific like late late night kind of hang? Yeah, it could be a it could be a club, Denny's, it could be a food well, place. Look, I'm assuming that after they won that game and pulled it out of their ear, right, that they went and had a good time. That they went and enjoyed the fruits of their labor. And is there anything better at 2 a.m. when you've been out all night than bacon and eggs or steak and eggs or hash browns that he's in the right spot i'm not a huge waffle house guy but ihop denny's what's the, place here? what's the place here right over here yeah pantry pantry yeah like any, any place like that where you just can get diner food and eggs and bacon and yep. ham steaks and pancakes in the middle of the night that's the spot to go at that time he's in the right spot <laughs> spend ten dollars get a king's ransom exactly oh, exactly and just soak it all up and pray that you're human the next day. also have you all been to a waffle house not in a long time but yes al have you no Taylor? Yeah, I've been to one. Yeah, Waffle Houses are notorious for just having an interesting collection of folk yes. there. And mm. every time, especially depending on the day, it's it's just an experience every time you go. So Roscoe's. If you definitely have a chance, done go. my trips there. Yep. Same Little idea. Chicken and waffles, yeah. Same idea. Taylor? Fact, yeah, I'm, I'm with Trav. I'm doing the 24-7 Norms. That's the best spot to go. Hard to beat Norms, man. Totally. So, uh, Miley Cyrus uh, and Shakira both had songs come out this past week uh, dissing their exes. So, they are like, really... <laughs> Really dissing these exes. It is Kira's on amazing. the market. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, so you with her tax problems, and you, you might go jump to the front of the line, sleep. <laughs> right. Uh, so if someone were a diss track about you, you would be flattered. Taylor, Fetter Cap. Okay, in this scenario, it'd be Cap because I don't know if Hemsworth can't really fire back. He's not a musician himself, yeah. so there's nothing he can do. But if I was dissed by another musician, then that means that they think you're, you know legitimate as a musician so i think that'd be a compliment trev yeah it's, i think it's fact it's whenever somebody goes out of their way to name drop you in whether it's a diss track did i say that right yes you diss did. track or something else um it's 
a backhanded compliment at worst and a compliment at best, right? That I'm occupying space in your mind and feelings, yeah. I think is, is, yeah, I win. Fact, I got some real estate up there, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's some real estate in there. I think we're all uh, we're all in agreement on that one. Right. So um, so PETA is going after um, UGA, the, uh, or Georgia, for using UGA. UGA is their live mascot, their, their bulldog that they have. Who's going, say, say that again, Em, who's PETA. going after who? P-O-P, the, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so you like having live animals as mascots at games. Travis, factor cap. Yes, fact. I think I mean, whether it's Bevo at for Texas, that giant longhorn steer, Ralphie the buffalo at uh, Colorado is awesome. Ugga is is a good one. Um, what, what's the South USC. Carolina Sir Big Spur? I think is the what Gamecock, it is. Gamecock, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. they got this giant ass rooster that yeah. they <laughs> have out there. The LSU has what's his name? The Tiger? Is it Tony? I think it is. Tony. I'm not sure, but it sounds um, right. Yeah, I love it. I love as long as it, like when we went to the LAFC game and they have that falcon that goes around. That's yep. terrific. Who doesn't yep. like that? All right, so I'll go cap on this. Doesn't really do anything for me. I know it probably gets everybody else really excited. Doesn't really do anything for me. As long as they're taking care of the animal, then I'm good to go. If that's what they want to do, they could do it. But I'm not. I'm not going out of my way and saying, "Oh my gosh, this is this. That animal's there." It's not. It's not a. You don't zoo. think it's awesome when two guys are dragging around a ten thousand pound longhorn steer and they're just kind of or the buffalo the when ride. they run along the buffalo in uh, Colorado. Yeah, that's terrifying. And then Texas. I, sorry, Texas A&M has Reveille. Is their is their dog? Oh, they yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. That's, that's, yeah, A&M, they're weird. But yeah, they, they, they have invisible guns that they pull on each other. Have they're you gone to a... People. Do Dodgers do this? I can't remember if they do or not. Do Dodgers have a pet night where you bring I think they have a dog night. Or a dog I night, something like that. Do now, I think yeah. indoor dog nights is a little... Yeah, no, indoor, oh, dog night full stop really is weird for me. I was going to say, I was going to say, have you gone to a game when that's going on? No, I haven't. I haven't either. I Nor, went to a Dodger game with the, with a dog night. Yeah, is it what it's I think it is? I don't. I don't like it because then it's like the dogs are sniffing around. They might eat my stuff. Like, I. I well, I. I'm less worried get, about that. I'm worried about them having to do what they got to do. They're animals. A thousand times during the game. Right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Got Taylor? one more. Oh, sorry, Taylor. Um, I I'm torn on this one. I'm kind of fact, but I feel bad for the tiger. I guess the LSU tiger. I think he should be. You know, let him loose. I saw Tiger King. I know how that. I know how that <laughs> stuff works. I think it's a, if it's already a domesticated animal, I think it's a little different than if it's like a quote-unquote wild animal. So, last one. Um, Aaron Donald created some stir over the weekend with his uh, Twitter bio that was once former NFL player, now it's not anymore. Anyway, it's like people are getting crazy and uh, looking at everyone's bios. And also, who catches it? Like, who's... Anyway, so you should create some drama with your Twitter bio. Travis, Fedrick well, as an influencer, it's Cap. Um, I don't know if you <laughs> sure. guys caught over the weekend, but I was yep. interacting with celebrities on Twitter. It's sure. just kind of what I do. Um, so, you know, for me, anything that I put on my social media channels is going to cause a commotion just because that's who I am. Yes. Kind of like you, guy. LeBron, those <laughs> yes, are the two exactly. automatic follows. Yep. And uh, who's the, the, the guy, the Portuguese soccer player? Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we're, 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 all, we're all that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I certainly can relate to Aaron Donald creating a little bit of a kerfuffle kerfuffle with uh, his changing because I'm an influencer myself. I don't know if you saw it over the weekend or not, Al, but I am. I'm not sure 100% (laughs) what you're referring to, but I will run with what you're saying. Um, I'll go fact on this one. I mean, nothing crazy, but you you could kind of stir the pot by just doing kind of what we do, by doing a... 
Jags Nation by doing just like little things that bother other people. You kind of stir in the pot there. You know something's going to come back your way, um, but I don't have the power Aaron Donald does. So right, remember so when you didn't have Travis and Sliwa in your bio for a little? Yeah, bit you have and, created drama. And your Slee. email, yeah, that was that was a drama. How long ago was that? I was like eight months ago, maybe. I also have stuff on my Twitter that's so old. I haven't changed anything on my Twitter in a very long time. I got to do that. I, yeah, I think mine needs an update. Fact, I should do this. So let me ask you real quick before we talk about the Lakers on the other side. Yeah. Uh, how many um, of your tweets this weekend did David Spade like, Al? <laughs> David Spade did not like give me the story because i do not know emily the story. did david spade like any of your tweets no, this he weekend didn't actually. what did you Taylor, what did you send no i'll tell you on the other side it's travis lee 710 espn we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there but if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So you guys are probably going to want to write this down so you understand how to become an influencer on social media like I am. And you can follow the, uh, the appropriate steps. There are... <laughs> There was a photo okay. of Colin Coward and David Spade okay. that made the, the round over the weekend, right? And Colin Coward is a lot taller than David Spade. And they're standing right next to each other, and the juxtaposition is amusing, shall we say, okay? One very tall person and one not-so-tall person. I have a buddy of mine, Brian, who the disparity between my height and his height is roughly the same, mm-hmm. right, as Spade and, and Coward. So he was over on Saturday watching the game, and at the end, I took a picture. My wife took a picture of the two of us and showed it to me, and it reminded me of that picture. So I put it up on Twitter. You must have been feeling real good. What do you mean? You must have been feeling. What do you mean? Have you seen the picture? Real <laughs> I said, good. The picture. Yeah, he he feels. He looks like he's feeling really good. I was having a good. The Chargers had just spit the bit. Yep. It was the end of a of a two football game uh, afternoon. Bunch of Bud are you Light. still doing? Bunch of Bud Lights. Are you still doing sober January? No, I didn't on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I took Saturday off. Um, so I took the picture, posted it on, and said, "Hey!" And I tagged both Coward and Spade. Yep. And said, "Your move." Spade liked it. So basically, we're best friends. Basically, I'm a social media influencer. So if you guys have any sort of um I'm looking questions. at it, looking at it right now. <laughs> um, what'd you say your buddy's name is? Brian Beckner. Beckner, my man. Look at that gear. <laughs> yeah, he's got a tracksuit on. Look at that jumpsuit right there. <laughs> that is awesome. My so Michael says to me, so I, Brian's over in his tracksuit, and Michael kind of pulls me off to the side and goes, hey, Dad. Does Brian, like, is he wearing that on purpose? (laughs) He didn't understand. Of course he's wearing it on purpose. It's a burnt orange, like, Texas Longhorn colored tracksuit. Of course it's done on purpose. Zipped with no undershirt down to his. (laughs) I said to Brian, I said to Michael, I'm like, I'm going to tell him. He's going, no, 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 don't tell him. Don't tell him. He's going to be mad at me. He he, he wants people to know what's going on. Looks like he walked out of, like, a Will Ferrell movie. Like, he's, like, ready to go. But I love how you you texted me that you're an influencer on Saturday. And then I said, like, don't let them see your selfies because obviously that makes you not an influencer anymore. What do you mean? Well, if if you need any tips, let me know. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's it. From Outback to David Spade. (laughs) That's right. What a week can do. Well, Will Ferrell listens to the show right and then david spade now just likes my tweets yep. what, you know who's next Chris not Rock? an argument with flea 
got in an argument with Flea, which, by the way, Flea, I was right. It just, I'm just kind of. This year you know, it's better. A little bit. This year it's better. It's better, but that's not what he was arguing with me about. Is it that much better? Well, that's a very good question. Yeah, Russ well. is a lot better this year than but he was last year. Record-wise, I don't know. They're actually worse, as weird as that sounds, and just a, the expectation game. Very quickly, it's a Bud Light reaction Monday. I had a Bud Light uh, reaction Saturday afternoon as well on 710 ESPN, reacting to everything that went down on Super Wildcard Weekend, uh, getting you ready for the Cowboys and Bucks tonight on ESPN. It's presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. 2023 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis. Louis, Missouri. Um, Lakers lost another one at the end, Slee, with some question marks at the end. Should they have called timeout? Should Was it a foul? Why didn't LeBron touch the ball yeah. in the final possession? whole bunch going on last night. Uh, there aren't really any question marks, to be honest with you. I think that's two straight games that Darvin Ham had an opportunity to organize something or make a decision. I think he failed at. I really do. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of Darvin Ham. Um, but watching the game yesterday... And then Thursday night, taking on Dallas, where they had a chance to foul Luka and regulation, yeah. and that was really what you should have done. You heard John and his call on Thursday. I thought yesterday was just another loss for the Lakers where they had an opportunity to win. And that final possession, I can't justify what happened. Let, let me let me tell you this. I'm okay with, you know, Darvin Ham had some comments after the game saying, look, I'll take that Russ, Joel Embiid on the other side. I'll take that two times on Sunday or whatever he said, right? Just kind of quoting what he said. I, you want to listen to it? Yeah, play it. That, that situation, uh, you know, Dan, just being down one point and the ball's in Russell Westbrook's hand, I'm comfortable with that. I don't know how much I can reiterate that. If that was Brown, it'd be the same thing. And we don't want to bring an extra body over if it's Brown handling, if it's Dennis handling. But if we got cross match with Embiid in front of us, again, we just got to make, you know, we just got to finish the play. That that's that's it. I don't know. If I call a timeout and I draw up something, maybe they they make substitutions. Maybe they scheme uh, a little bit better, or they blitz us right at the point of attack. You know, it just it's so many different scenarios. But you know, at the end, it's, again, as I said, it's disappointing that we lost, and it's disappointing that we couldn't close the game out. Um, but make no mistake about it, down one with the ball in Russ's hands with MB standing in front of him, I have confidence in my player. And that's not going to change. Um, we just got to make a better play. All right, this is what, what I disagree with. I'm okay with grabbing the ball off the glass, and Russ has it, and Russ is going to start dribbling up the floor, mm-hmm. and you kind of start seeing, okay, let Russ make the decision. I, I Actually, I, I'm a fan of Darvin Ham saying, guys, I don't want my guys to second-guess each other. If, if Russ has got the ball or LeBron, you go do your thing. Now, you got a timeout on the sideline. Here's what I what, – when you start watching the play unfold and it's Russ versus Joel Embiid, instantly for me, no, I don't like that. I'm not a fan of Russ versus Joel Embiid, a seven foot two dude who actually is pretty light on his feet. Yep. He's 300 pounds. And it's also Russ. So it's not like Russ is going to threaten you with, I'm going to hit a 15 foot jumper right in front of you and that's right. the ball game. Okay, go a little bit further. So right out the gate, I'm not too crazy the way it looks. Russ fumbles the ball. He kind of goes to the movie, fumbles the ball. Yeah. At that point, Ham, this isn't going to – if initially you're saying, let's see what Russ is going to do right here, and then you start deciding, okay, this isn't going to – bam, timeout. All right, I got four seconds left. Let me go run a play. That didn't happen. It's not that – and it's not that the Lakers 
let's say, did call timeout, it's not that they were going to win the game. You just want to get a good shot off. Sure. You want to, you know, sometimes you say this that, all right, Lakers lost the game against a Philly team who, by the way, had Embiid, had Tobias Harris, had James Harden, had Tyrese Max. They got their full squad. Lakers don't have Austin Reeves. They don't have AD. They don't have Patrick Beverly. They don't have Lonnie Walker. Lakers are at a big disadvantage. My only thing is that's two games in a row that the Lakers played quality playoff teams. Luka in one, Embiid and Harden, everything else in the other. Mm -hmm. And there's two moments for me that I thought Darvin Ham could influence the game at the end, and he didn't. And I love that you have faith in your players, but part of his job, too, as the head coach is, let me put my players in the best spot to succeed. I, I'm not crazy about those the way that laid out. The the Dallas one, there's no explanation for it. They should have called. They should have fouled, and it was a coaching mistake, and they blew it. And if you could do it again, he said, yeah, probably do it differently. I'll, I'll give him that one. It's a mistake. You learn from it. I don't have a huge problem with this one. My, my only – when there's that amount of time, when you have enough time to either set up a play or at least do something other than just sprint full speed and throw up a desperation shot. When yeah. you have a little time, to your point, if the ball gets fumbled, let's call a timeout. Or if you mm -hmm. get a matchup you don't like, let's As call it was a developing, For sure. you didn't like it. But LeBron James has to touch the ball. He has to. If you have enough time to move it to him, it has to get to him. He's LeBron James. I get it that Russell Westbrook is a Hall of Fame player. He's, he had a night where he had a triple-double. But to your point, Al, in that moment, he's kind of a one-dimensional guy. He's going to try to get to the hoop and try to finish at the rim and draw a foul or make a bucket or whatever it is. You know exactly what Westbrook's going to do. To your point, he's not going to slam on the brakes and lift up and take it, or at least he shouldn't. That, and the defense will say, we'll right, live with that. We can live with that. Yeah. LeBron James with the ball in his hand, now I don't know what the hell's going to happen. He could pull up and take a jumper. He could find a cutter. He could go to the hoop. There's just a million different things that LeBron can do. LeBron's best player on your team. He's still one of the best players. You had time to get him the ball. He has to have the ball. Can I? Can he I, has to have the ball. Can I tell you, and I think this is part of Darvin Ham his relationship with Russ, I think there was probably a little bit, like you just said, Braun usually has the ball in those situations. I think there was a part of it, Russ, go do your thing. I'm just going to go back to this. I, As the play is developing, I got Russell Westbrook and I got Joel Embiid in front of him. Mm -hmm. If let's say Harden was in front of him, okay, maybe that's a different story. It's Harden. He's not known for his defense. He's not seven foot two. And he could He's finish not, over Harden. He could do these things that you're like, I think there's an advantage here. Yeah. There just came a point in that possession where I'm saying to myself, I don't like what's developing. Here's one at timeouts. Now I'm going to go run a play, and whatever play they have in mind from there, I would take it. So I'm just going to finish it off with this. They've lost three games in a row. They're 8-8 eight and eight without Anthony Davis. They've battled without AD. Trav, I don't know if they're supposed to beat Dallas and beat Philadelphia without the four players that I mentioned. They're in these games, which is why it makes it kind of tougher to swallow they're not playing bad. They're not executing at the end of these games. And that's why I want I, I want Darvin Ham to take a little bit more control at the end of the game and say, guys, we, the game's on the line. I got to jump in here. All right. There's a glass half full Lakers scenario. There's a glass half empty Lakers scenario. I'll give you that when we come back. Plus, lots more NFL. We spent the whole day talking about Brandon Staley and the Chargers and blowing a 27-point lead and blowing a five-over turnover margin and blowing a 27 to nothing lead with 32 minutes left in the game. And there were five other games. There were four. four. We or got four one more tonight. Games. We got oh, yeah, one more right, tonight as well, which should be great. I want to talk a little bit about the Niners because they have arguably the best problem I've seen in quite some time. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710. ESPN.